This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, September 16, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. In Washington, D.C. and other cities in the United States, it's illegal to talk without a license. That is, if you're a tour guide in D.C. and you accept money to give tours and describe buildings, doing so without an occupational license could land you in jail for 90 days. Robert McNamara, staff attorney at the Institute for Justice, hopes to get the law thrown out. The Institute for Justice, on behalf of two D.C. area tour guides, Tanya Edwards and Bill Main, filed a major First Amendment challenge to Washington, D.C.'s tour guide licensing scheme, standing up for the basic principle uh, that the First Amendment does not allow the government to be in the business of deciding who can and can't talk. And I have particular interest in this because my dad's coming to visit me here in Washington, D.C. soon. So I should try to, if I want to be uh, civilly disobedient, have him pay me to show him and uh, his wife around town uh, for a couple of bucks to, in order to, to flout the law. If, if your dad gives you a $5 bill and you tell him this right here is the Capitol building, you can go to jail for 90 days. What is the rationale from the D.C. government? Washington, D.C., like a lot of governments throughout history, thinks things would be better if it got to decide who got to say things about the city. Uh, And that's exactly backwards. In this country, we rely on people to decide who they want to listen to. We don't rely on the government to decide who's going to be allowed to talk. It's obviously, this is a a, a free speech issue, but the, the, I think... Equally as important is the fact that people aren't allowed to associate in a particular way if there's money involved. Exactly. And this is part of what we're seeing now as a nationwide explosion in occupational licensing. In the 1950s, only about 1 in 20 Americans needed special permission from the government to do their job. Today, that number is about 1 in 3. And it's really striking to think that there is nothing not even describe things that the government thinks you should be allowed to do without getting its permission first. In what other fields is this uh, an issue? Well, the Institute for Justice has been fighting occupational licensing regulations across the country, uh, and that includes things as disparate as African hair braiding and florist, floristing, I guess you should say. Uh, in Louisiana, it's required to be a licensed florist in order to put roses next to baby's breath. Uh, We also have a recent case in Louisiana uh, representing a group of monks who construct caskets and are fighting the uh, local funeral industry cartel that wants to force them to become licensed funeral directors in order to make and sell traditional Catholic monastic caskets. How did this case come about, this this case in D.C. with uh, tourists, essentially? Uh, Well, in 2008, Philadelphia passed... uh, a very similar law, making it illegal to give a tour of the city without first obtaining a license. And when IJ sued them on First Amendment grounds, one of their defenses was, well, several other cities in the country have the same law, uh, to which our response was, we'll go after them next. And that's exactly what this is. Uh, Tanya Edwards and Bill Maine run Segs in the City, which is a Segway-based tour of Washington, D.C. During the summer months, they do about five tours a day, seven days a week. Uh, They teach people how to ride Segways. They guide them around the city. And this is all perfectly legal. Uh, The district has no problem with them riding around on their Segways up to the moment where they talk about one of the buildings in Washington, D.C. And at that moment, they become criminals. And at that moment, they can go to jail for 90 days. Would there be a lawsuit had the D.C. government uh, decided not to enforce the law? Well, just this past July, D.C. actually adopted new regulations making clear what it meant by these laws. And they made clear that what you're not allowed to do is literally describe things 
in Washington, D.C., described points of interest in the district, and that's a quote from the regulations, and they made clear that they believe this regulation applies to all tours, including tours uh, that operate on segways. And since there are only three Segway companies in Washington, D.C., singling out Segways is a pretty clear threat to our clients. And that's the genesis of why this lawsuit is happening now. What will be D.C.'s argument in court? Well, D.C. is going to attempt to argue that this is an occupational license like any other. Uh, And that's simply false. This is a license to talk, and it's a license to talk that's only required if you talk about certain subjects. If you want to hire a cab driver to drive you around Washington, D.C. and talk about the New York Yankees, that's perfectly fine. If you hire that same cab driver to drive you along that same route at the same rate, and he happens to say, look, that's the Washington Monument, he's suddenly a criminal. The government can't be in the business of deciding who can speak, who cannot, and the government can't be in the business of putting special burdens on people because of what they want to talk about. Robert McNamara is a staff attorney at the Institute for Justice. You can read more on occupational licensing and individual liberty at Cato.org.